Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reclaim Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Elise, just a black girl out here trying to help everyone do better, including and especially herself. You don't know this, but I do. I've had to record this intro three times. That's the kind of week we're having. But here we <laughs> here we are. Time number three. Here we go. Let's get into it. Let's get into the show. Um, Hope you all are doing well. Hope you all are being well, staying safe, eating, sleeping, doing all of the things that nourish your soul and keep you happy um last week's episode um i cried um i'm not gonna apologize for that i was getting ready to and i was like no we're not gonna apologize for a normal human reaction um you can find out why by going back and listening to last week's episode uh but we talked about exactly what critical race theory is and what it ain't and yes i i chose that word on purpose um why trick daddy needs to zip it because he does He's having a really hard week. Did y'all see like his, uh, his business got yelped bombed. I talked about that last week, but it got just, people were just, Oh, the, the beehive y'all the brutal. My God. Um, and then he was facing bankruptcy, but because he, he missed something I, I saw it in passing. You, you ever be scrolling, um, uh, whether it's your newsfeed or, you know, on Instagram or Twitter, uh, you're yeah, scrolling and then you're like, wait, what? But before you could go back to the thing that made you wait, what you, you've moved on to something else. That's, that happens to me way too often. Um, I'm sure there's a diagnosis for something for, for that specifically, but y'all just pray for me. Um, uh, yeah, he's just, he's having a rough week. He missed, uh, something and now his bankruptcy, situation is being contested it's it's wild whatever's going on with him um this is why you literally I don't understand why people just don't use the option of keeping their mouth shut it is it's saved so many lives so many careers so many things and I get it people are like oh particularly trick daddy he was like um this is my opinion and this that and third you know I should be able to share my opinion you should you should you should be able to share your opinion in a group chat. You should be able to share your opinion among friends. You should be able to share your opinion um, in your journal. Or you could just keep it to yourself. Stepping out here because you're having a massive insecurity issue as a artist and going against one of the most beloved, celebrated, historic performers of our time knowing that she has a crazed fan base crazed fan base knowing all that but because you're having a low self-esteem moment and can't grapple with the fact that you know your one of your friends Trina is doing way better than you right now um and that you have really no reason to be upset because a you haven't you haven't made really made any new music in a while so if you want to make new music you know try that put your energy into that or B you have an extremely successful radio show in Miami. And so why are you, why do you even care what any other artist is doing when you yourself have success over there? And if you want more success, you work on that. 
you know, jealousy is really like a poison, you know, and it doesn't really, it doesn't hurt the person that you're jealous of. It poisons you. Um, kind of the same as hatred. Like that just poisons you. So, and as you can see, Trick Daddy is, even though he tripled down, which if people give you the chance to explain yourself, please do better. Rick Santorum did this a few weeks ago when he was talking about there's no Native American culture. Also, he comes from a state that has places called Passayunk, Manayunk, uh, Susquehanna, uh, Moya Mincing, uh, Wissahickon, all of that. He comes from our state. He comes from my state. And I'm sitting here just like, bruh, not bruh, because we're not related. No, colonizer. But, sir, are you sure? Are you sure Native Americans don't have any um, bits in American culture? Would we even have our um, Declaration of Independence? Not Declaration of Independence. Our Constitution, if it wasn't for Native Americans? Google it. Look it up. Look it up. They had their own Constitution. We copied it. Not even we. Them people y'all dare to call founding fathers that don't act very fatherly. Mm. But anyway, back to Trick Daddy. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Um, he's having a rough week. So whoever needs to put him on the sick and shut and list, go ahead on. Uh, I'm not. And who else is, uh, the rest of the episode talks about who else is embarrassing themselves last week. This week, um, this is going to be a big wrap up rant. And I'm very sorry <laughs> because I'm mad at so many people right now. I I can't even function. I'm go like I'm gonna dive into the church announcements for a bit, and then we're going immediately into the wrap up rant. So, let's have fun. Let's go into the church announcements. Hit it, Earl. Let the people of the reclaim say amen. Glad to be here. Say amen again, and say amen one more time if you really like the show. We glad that y'all here today, and these will be your church announcements. All right. It's time for the church announcements. Let's start with the interesting news. Um, I don't know if I would call it good because it's deserved, but here you go. Journalist Nicole Hannah-Jones of the 1619 Project, the amazing Pulitzer Prize winning journalist who was sought after, fought after, um, and then accepted the night chair at uh, University of North Carolina, I believe Chapel Hill, um, yes, Chapel Hill, uh, for tenure for that position, uh, she's give, she was given her tenure at UNC, and this puts to end weeks and weeks of debate and controversy, and this is according to the Herald Sun. So, the UNC Chapel Hill Board of Trustees voted in a nine to four vote, which I want to know who the four are because y'all just. <sighs> there have been several high profile professors, amazing, incredible people of color, African-American people, or people of the African diaspora who were also being sought after by this school or who were currently working at that school who left because of this foolishness. Because of this foolishness, which is interesting because when certain folks piped up about it, um, Nicole Hannah-Jones didn't know those people. She didn't know those individuals. And so it was, it's literally, you know, the culture. This is what happens when the culture works right. Where we're just like, "Mm -mm, I don't have to know you to stand up for you. 
I don't have to know you to fight for you. I don't have to know you to say, hey, hi, this is wrong. Um, and if they're going to treat you like this, they're going to treat me like this. I don't have to, I don't, I don't have to be your best friend to say, hey, I could pipe up for you. That's, look at the culture working. Um, but also many other professors and faculty and staff, because according to folk, who are at UNC, UNC was excited to have her. It's that board of trustees, dusty, crusty, musty, you know who, who probably voted for you know who, and probably have relatives if they are not part of you know what. So, (sighs) you know, hatred really does take all the flavor out of things, just makes it dry, bland. You ever notice how savory and flavorful an experience is when it is filled with culture, when it is filled with uh, diversity and inclusion, when everybody is brought to the table, how rich and interesting and fun and cool and, and pick a positive word. (laughs) When we're all invited to the table, that's that experience. But when it's all bland, one thing, homogenous, <laughs> bland, boring, and blah, a bunch of colonizing, ugh, 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 ugh. This should have never been a debate. This should have never been a debate. She's a Pulitzer Prize winning um, journalist. And sis, like, she comes with receipts. She's brilliant. And previously, previously, that same chair, no one has ever had to fight for tenure. No one had, no one was offered what she was offered, which was five years teaching. And then we'll review the tenure. No one was, that never happened before. And let me tell you why. Cause all the rest of the night chairs were white. She is the first black one. That is interesting. So Hannah Jones had planned to join UNC's Hussman school of journalism and media, um, and media uh, for a five-year contract that at, um, as the night chair in race and investigative journalism, the school faced sharp criticism for not granting her the tenure. Um, like I said, she's won the Pulitzer prize. She's also a MacArthur grant winner. Um, she created the New York times 1619 project, which has only racists twisted up in a bunch because God forbid we have history that is not centered on whiteness. God forbid we, we look at the stories of people of color. God forbid we look at, we, we, we hear their stories and see how their experience has come up since then. God forbid, because then we have to make this, the 1776 commission or whatever BS y'all's former president pulled up out of his butt. Like unnecessary, completely unnecessary. And what do we need that for when we can just teach regular American history? Because, hey, at best, black folks are going to get February, maybe bits of June for Black Music Month. And that's it. Like, and I say bits for because a lot of schools are out in June and nobody's trying to teach nothing new in June. Child, back to Hannah Jones. Um, She and her lawyers had said that she wouldn't begin the job unless um, she wouldn't begin the job without the tenure as previous night chairs, like I said, had received. So she's got her tenure. She's supposed to, she was supposed to start today, July 1st. 
um, at the school. We'll see what happens, how they pan that out. But yeah, 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 yeah. Because to, just to be honest, nobody, nobody wants this massive, just, no, just sitting in court and all that fallout, blah, no, mm-mm, not interested. No, thank you. Y'all can keep it. Um, okay, next story. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, San Jose is becoming the first city in the United States to require gun owners to compensate taxpayers for gun violence. This is a symbolic step towards addressing the soaring shooting deaths, including last month's massacre at Santa Clara VTA light rail yard. Mayor Sam Licardo praised the groundbreaking measures and said gun owners that do not comply with the new rules simply shouldn't have guns. He said, quote, we will not magically end gun violence, but we will stop paying for it, end quote. One of the challenges will be determining how to administer the new liability insurance and fee requirements. So I guess that's how they're going to be compensating taxpayers, because I read something that said for every victim of gun violence, it's about two million dollars spent by taxpayers, whether it's through investigations for the, you know, individuals salaries and stuff like that, who'll be working on the cases, all of that stuff, $2 million for every person that is shot. And I don't know if y'all notice, we have gun violence happening all over the place all the time. And you know, it's literally just thoughts and prayers. And I'm like, tired of thoughts and prayers. We need some action. And this is coming from a person who believes in thoughts and prayers. Who, yeah, we can pray and yeah, we can think about it. We can give them their th- our thoughts, but guess what? Those thoughts should lead to action and those prayers should lead to action. The real Christians in the room will tell you the real prayers in the room. Now I'm not even going to hold it exclusively to Christians, but the real prayers in the room will tell you that it, it, I don't know who you're praying to, but usually <laughs> what happens on this side of things, your prayers should lead you to some form of action. So the fact that we've been sitting in inaction and we're throwing around thoughts and prayers, mmm, mmm, gross. TikTok, TikTok black people are on strike. So Megan Thee Stallion has come up with, you know, some, some bops, you know, some, 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 some jams as, as old, olds would say. Um, and for everyone that she's come up with since Savage, I believe Savage, body um i'm trying to think if there was a i'm trying to think if there was another one i feel like there was another one savage body um forgive me i'm missing it i'm i'm sure i'm missing another one but for every song she comes up with some black tiktoker comes up with a dope dance that usually one of these really uber famous um tiktok stars takes and completely waters it down, but gets famous off of Hey Addison Ray on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, so yeah, the black folks went on strike. Megan Thee Stallion came out with um, Thought Shit, and all the black folks who were worth their salt, because you know there's a handful, they were like, you know what? I'll come up with a dance because I want to be in the spotlight. This is my time to shine. Despite the fact that the whole culture is like, nah, we're not doing it. We're not giving them nothing else. Those people are called coons and Uncle Toms, but we'll talk about those later, which I don't think 
Side note, I don't think the Uncle Tom name is fair. If you read Uncle Tom's Cabin, Uncle Tom actually was a hero. Uh, I don't like that we call people who are traitors Uncle Toms, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, but yes, the TikTok blacks are on strike or, or have been on strike. I don't know if the strike is over, but they basically did not make a dance to the song. And what has happened on the platform is sheer ridiculousness. Literally, the I made a video about this earlier this week, but <laughs> the person who I was making the video with said, the song says, hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thought shit. That's literally the chorus. She says it several times. And white women, instead of putting their hands on their knees, shaking their ass on their thought shit, literally turned around and waved their arms in the air. You heard me. They were turned around. They put both their hands in the air as if they were at a Sarah McLaughlin concert, as if they were at a, in not in sync because well yeah maybe in sync, uh, <laughs> depending upon the song. Um, uh, I don't know Incubus concert something. I don't like Incubus. Shout out to Incubus. Um, but had their arms in the air, very hippy dippy moving around to this very, very G-string music song. It's been really funny. It's been very, very funny to watch. And it basically proves the point. It has proven the point that if black folks don't participate, there is no app, there is no sauce. There isn't, it's not, it's, it's not interesting. It's not interesting. Um, and it proved the entire point. Now, like I said, there were a handful of people who were like, you know, I'll make up a dance still. You know, it's something about coonery that will also take your sauce. It's like the ancestors come and just <laughs> slurp up all the sauce and you're just not as cool. Like, I can't think of one coon that is actually a cool person. Like, think about it. Mm. It's it's something in the ant that literally the ancestors come and just like, nah, we're going to take all this. We're going to take all our sauce. Um moving along because the tiktok strike is hilarious the mary j blige doc um documentary did you guys see it um i had a chance to screen it a few days ago and it's sad i gotta be honest i'm not a sad type person like i don't like to watch sad things i don't like to read sad things i don't like to sad is just not my vibe it's not my jam but like I had to watch it because it's Mary J and she is a literal gem in the crown of music and culture uh, for us. Like Mary, a Mary J Blige situation is a literal spiritual experience. Um, she has made so much music that on a cellular spiritual level, so many black women can relate to so many black people can relate to, but specifically black women can relate to it's wild. Um, so I watched it there, you know, if you're paying attention to Mary, you knew a lot of these things. Like there was no massive revelations. It's just, it was so sad. Golly. I'm like, you know what? It's a great watch. I personally will probably never watch it again, but it was a great watch. It is well done. It's beautifully done. There's so many different, um, it's not just her telling the story, which would be interesting enough. Uh, Cause Mary can tell her, her own story in such a matter of fact, uh, curt, short, 
direct way that it just it just drives the point home but there's also other people in the story other music execs other family other friends um who just add their voices into the story of this legend and yeah i encourage you all to watch it um but it's sad just prepare yourself to be sad it it has a happy ending because obviously she's a massive success and she's enjoying a season another season of success but it's sad y'all just just prepare yourselves it's quite sad finally the BET awards happened um I saw bits and pieces I have thoughts let me let me come out with one of the more interesting moments Cardi B is having another baby and she's so cute like she just comes out like in the middle of a Migos song rapping her part and she's wearing this jeweled bodysuit that is emphasizing her baby bump and ma'am was moving like like it was nothing but a burrito in there like she was moving around she was doing her thing like enjoying life having fun in heels with hair down past her butt like do you cardi do you and of course following the you know that moment which was the pregnancy announcement moment she shared on instagram a montage of beautiful beautiful pregnancy announcement photos my personal favorite was the one with her and culture with the head wraps and her with these big gigantic gold earrings and culture sitting there with the head wrap and she's so cute and oh it was such a such a pretty moment um so congrats to cardi b um for anyone who has anything to say about her choices and her husband and what they do and how young people manage and move through their love situation i would challenge all of y'all to mind your business mind your business because remember she never came out about well that's not true she did come out and talk about the divorce a little bit but listen that's them they gonna figure it out or they won't um i'm not gonna talk bad about anybody else's relationship i would encourage her to I would encourage them all, honestly, to get some therapy because we got to find out why old boy was cheating in the past and how we can remedy that. So this can be a healthy situation for these babies that they have because don't raise these babies in chaos. But also wealth and prestige and, 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 and having your best life. Yes. So congrats to Cardi. Congrats to... Um, um offset offset yes offset this one kind of made me uncomfortable anderson pock and bruno mars who have that one song one song i would like to highlight that they have one song and it's called leave the door open um they have that one song one song they have one song they won best group and that's very confusing when there's a, a chloe and a hallie on the list um on the list of nominees. Um, in fact, Chloe and Hallie were completely robbed by BET Awards. And you know what? That's fine. Because other awards situations will give them their their their, their gems. Their, what, they're, what they are owed. What they are due. You know, Miss Chloe was just making a, a big, big, big. <laughs> got a lot of people in their fee fees about doing this uh, 
golly, the, the Juneteenth tribute, which was, it's weird to have a Juneteenth tribute on a, on a network situation. Cause it's like, uh, okay, sure. Why not? Let's celebrate the freedom of black people on this very network situation. Doesn't feel like capitalism at all, but for the parts that I saw, i.e. Chloe singing uh, Nina Simone's Feeling Good, which she slayed. If you listen to, if you just listen to it, if you just listen to her sing it, it's beautiful. But she was also moving somebody, moving somebody to the song and made so many of y'all, so many of y'all angry, mad, upset about her singing this song. To which her own granddaughter Nina Simone's granddaughter came on and said, my grandmother would have loved that performance. She was a free woman. She was a very free woman. Some of y'all need to get free too. I just added that last part in. Yeah. I feel like people just, the, the, the hatred for Chloe uh, specifically is very undue because she is just a beautiful human being. She's just, uh, just stunning, just a gorgeous girl. Uh, gorgeous woman enjoying her life singing her song being successful and making a lot of she's literally just doing her job she's literally doing her job um so for everyone who actually got in their feelings about feeling good and how chloe made it into a sex anthem um y'all can go kick rocks because it was it was amazing and you can see all of her mentor up and down in that performance i'm like oh yeah beyonce Mm -hmm. totally beyonce yep 100 percent um, but anyway, back to the BET Awards. Yeah, I don't understand why a Anderson Pac and a Bruno Mars who have one singular song would win against people who have albums. But here we are. It's a good song. It's a good song. I like that one song. I'm just saying like, I don't know. Someone said that they should change the name from best group to best group or duo because you could be a duo without being a group. This whole situation um also Anderson Pac kind of teased that y'all want to hear another song like is there another song are there going to be more songs like help us out I don't think that it should have won a BET award but here we are nonetheless um a lot of y'all gotten y'all feelings about Lil Nas X kissing a man on stage during Pride and I don't know why like this is getting boring this is getting really boring gays exist y'all the LGBTQIA plus exists they exist. They're, they're here. Like they, they've been here. They've been here all along. Like, I know y'all want to ignore them. I know y'all want to pretend that they, that's not a thing. I know y'all clutch y'all pearls at the idea of two people who are of the same gender or, you know, whatever their preferences that aren't, uh, strict, um, heterosexual preferences. I know that makes y'all really uncomfortable. Like y'all clutch y'all pearls and grab the back of your, your, your Jesus satellite hats and just get really uncomfortable. And I'm here to say I'm over it. Like grow up. Like this is just a thing. This is a thing. Like people are gay. People be gay. People be lesbian. People be in the LGBTQIA plus. This is just who they are. So he kissed the man on stage and I'm like, okay, all right. Okay. (sighs) why why okay people were in their feelings about it i don't i'm bored personally and queen latifah 
Queen Latifah got a Lifetime Achievement Award um, from BET, which deserved. When you think about the resume, the record, the 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 achievements of one Queen Latifah, if she were anybody else, she would have been all over these awards, like getting these Lifetime Achievements and all kinds of things. Like Queen Latifah been, 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 been. Queen Ben Latifah, <laughs> Queen Ben Latifah. So yes, yes, yes. Um, she, in her acceptance speech, thanked her wife and her their son, and um, I guess people lost it because like they didn't know that she was a lesbian. And I'm like, uh, how? Like, how did you not know that? Like, I feel like we this is this is also old. Like, I feel like this is also an old thing. I feel like this is also something that we could have, uh, we already dealt with, but here we are nonetheless dealing with it again. Um, that's not the point. She's had a massive success. Here's the problem. I feel like people get so hung up on this thing called sex and it's like, y'all get stuck at sex. Y'all get stuck at sex. Like it's, and sex is such a small part of our lives. Think about it. Like. A very, very small, select few of us are having it every day, you know, for various body reasons or whatever other reasons. And, you know, it's such a small part. I think the deeper thing, the more, like, the thing for me that really helped me and really saved me was when I was younger, I saw people who legitimately loved each other, who were in the LGBTQ like I saw people who they they loved each other. They like were affectionate to each other. They held each other's hands. They they looked at each other the way I look at my husband. And you know, in my young mind at the time, I was like, "Oh. They love each other. That's good." And then moved on. And I think that people want to restrict this whole LGBTQ situation as if it's just a situation as if it's something that you could beat out of unfortunately or pray out of or you know send them to camps and all this other stuff weird 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 stuff um as if this is a lifestyle that they choose which honey if you talk to any heterosexual woman you think that we would choose these walking like, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop before I lose all the guys who listen to me. Hey, y'all. I love y'all. Y'all know I love y'all. But, like, come on. Come on. Like, it was it, just the same way that you had your little crush in high school or in middle school. Um, it's the same way that they have crushes, too. It, 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 this is old. This is old. Like, old as people. So, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, again, with Lil Nas X situation, with the Queen Latifah situation, it's just like, okay, they're, they're gay. They're out being gay and enjoying gay. That's their business. I don't care what they do in their bedroom as long as it's consensual and everyone's of age. That's it. That's, I don't care. I don't care. I literally do not care. And I, most importantly, usually don't want to know. It's none of my business. Um, I stay out of grown folks business, grown consenting folks business. Um, y'all do what y'all want to do. Like I said, be, be of age, be safe. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Otherwise, 
enjoy yourselves. Um, okay, that's it for the church announcements. Now, um, I'm getting ready to yell about some stuff. So let's get to it. Hello, beloved. <laughs> Welcome to the segment of the show where I yell about a bunch of stuff and end the show with a bunch of uplifting, happy things that I love, enjoy about my people. Let's start with the, let's start with the, the, the garbage of it all. <sighs> Y'all hear about Bill Cosby? I'm sure you have. If you have not heard about Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby has recently been released from prison. He was serving a 10 year stint for the assault of one of his alleged 60 plus victim victims. Now keep in mind, 60, 60. Um, it's very interesting to me that if 60 men said something about another man, it would be true. If 60 men said something about a woman, it would be true. But 60 women saying something about a man, i.e. y'all's favorite dad, for whatever reason, who was stuck on respectability politics, but didn't respect women enough to ask for consent. Yeah, that's questionable. Um, so recently, and this is according to Yahoo News, Pennsylvania's highest court threw out Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction and released him from prison on Wednesday in a stunning reversal of fortune for the comedian, once known as America's dad, ruling that the prosecutor who brought the case who brought the case was bound by the predecessors by his predecessor's agreement not to charge Cosby. Basically what happened was that the original prosecutor, uh, district attorney, Kevin Steele, um, he was bound by his own predecessors, uh, agreement not to charge Cosby in a separate case where he was sharing information to convict someone else. Right. Pennsylvania Supreme Court said this Wednesday, yesterday, yesterday, um, as I'm recording this, that the district attorney, um, Kevin Steele, who made the decision to arrest Cosby, was obliged, uh, obligated rather, to stand by his predecessor's promise not to con- not to charge uh, Cosby, though there was no evidence that that promise was ever put into writing. <sighs> so now he's out. And I get it. He's old. And people are just like, oh, he's old. He shouldn't be in prison. No, 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 no. Put his ass in prison. And while you're at it, there's some other old people that y'all can put in prison as well. People, like, just because you're old doesn't absolve you from the bad things that you did. And that goes out to all the grandmothers and grandfathers who think that they can get away with their wicked behavior because they're old. Okay? No. Just because you're at the end of your life doesn't mean we're at the end of right and wrong. Okay? All right. So, Bill Cosby is currently out um he refused to while in prison he refused to do any of the the take any of the classes and courses for you know sexual predators and stuff like that uh he quote unquote maintained his innocence this whole time despite saying you know that he did use quaaludes um in people's drinks women's drinks before he would assault them like I said, there's up to 60 plus different women who could say this about this one person. Um, and so I'm mad at everybody. I'm mad at everybody about it. Like, I used to love Bill Cosby. Um, 
you know, as Cle- as Cliff Huxtable, absolutely. His com- comedy specials, 100%. Um, he's a Philly native, absolutely, 100%. Again, uh, he was he was just, you know, he's a hometown hero. And then you find out these terrible things that he's done to people all around him. And, you know, it was one thing when Rudy stood up and said something, but Felicia Rashad took to Twitter and had some things of her own to say. She said this was a right, this writes um, a massive miscarriage of, of justice. And all of us gave an audible groan because it felt like last week we were just rooting for Felicia Rashad when she became uh, Howard's uh, dean, not dean. Was it a dean? Maybe it was a dean. She became like the top person for their school of theater or something like that. And a lot of us were like, yes, yes, yes. Yay, Felicia, we love you. You know, you're the best you deserve. We're so excited for you. Um, all this. And now here she is at the bottom. And we're just like, why did you even, you didn't even. <sighs> Again, when keeping your mouth shut or keeping your fingers off of your keyboard benefits you. She didn't have to say anything. She didn't have to say anything. None of us would have known about her support at all. But here she is supporting a person who has literally admitted to to basically date rape multiple times. Uh, uh, what are we talking about, Felicia? What are we talking about? Like, <sighs> I'm extremely annoyed by this whole situation. Um, it is still developing. Um, there's still more cases out there that people are hoping that the statute of limitations aren't up on, which unfortunately there's a statute of limitations to a person physically assaulting you in such a way. Um, so we'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. <sighs> really disappointed about that. Oh, in those tweets, in our segment known as in those tweets, we are highlighting Keith Boykin. Remember I told you guys that you should follow Keith Boykin. Keith Boykin, if uh, society is a nail, he's the hammer. Always hits it on the head. Um, He said, in an act of gratuitous cruelty, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has vetoed a bill uh, passed by a unanimous vote in both houses of legislature in Florida that would have allowed 27,000 juveniles Um, to get their criminal records erased after completing a behavioral program. That's right. That was the tweet, and that is the truth. Florida governor, who is running for most awful person in the United States, went against what both houses of legislature in Florida agreed to unanimously in expunging the records of of over 20. 7,000 juveniles in their detention centers. And he said, he, he brought up some of the worst possible crimes. And the, the interesting thing is the bill itself does not say that those crimes would even be offered this opportunity. So it's not every single juvenile, but it's juveniles who, you know, you stole a laptop and now you're, you know, that's counts as a felony. Who would want that to follow them around for the rest of their lives if they stole a laptop when they were 14 or 15 years old? You 
stole someone's purse while you were running in um in a mall. You 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 did something really stupid. No one was actually hurt, but you did something really stupid, and now you have a record for it. Who wouldn't want to give children, children, literal juveniles, the opportunity to start over? Ron DeSantis. So, yeah, that's wild. I'm very upset about that. Um, Florida, y'all okay? I know I asked y'all last week if y'all were all right. Are y'all okay? Because it seems like, ugh, I feel, get get him out of here. Get your governor out of here. Like, vote for somebody else. Like, what is going on? Oh, in Florida also, love and support sent for the collapse of that condo in Miami, like, That is wild that people were just at home, just chilling at home when their building just crumbles. There's still over 100 people missing. There's 18 people dead. Like, that's wild. That is wild to me. Maybe Governor DeSantis would do better at focusing on the infrastructure of his state instead of, you know, trying to punish juveniles forever for their um, one mistake. Uh, moving along. Finally, the last person I'm yelling at this week, Monique. Monique is back and annoying so many of us. She recently posted on her Instagram where she has over 1 million followers, uh, a picture of a woman. It looks like she either has on a very long tank top or a very short tankini sort of situation like dress, right? And she has like boy shorts or just very colorful shorts on. She has a plastic bag. It looks like over some braids. Maybe it was raining outside. I don't know. But she has a plastic bag over the braids, right? And she has a suitcase. So it looks like she's either checking out or not checking out. I'm sorry. She looks like she's at the airport or traveling en route to somewhere, right? The caption of this picture that she posted to her Instagram says, Hey, beautiful queens, no shaming. If this is the best you can do, no judgment, do you. She said that in all caps. Um, now she's turned the caps off. This was sent to me as an example of what we are talking about that goes on in our community. If this is not your best, then do better. Being that ultimately the decision either way is yours. I love us for real. This is cyberbullying. This woman was minding her own business, traveling to where she was traveling minding her own business and here Monique is sharing a photo with her that was sent to her by God knows whoever to a million people and says I love us for real if you love us for real then why are you exposing us like this like there's one thing that we have a we can have a, a conversation about certain behaviors and things like that in our community sure yeah what right right like let's have a conversation about how if it's a man being abused, then it's a, it's a black culture situation. But if it's a woman being abused, it's a woman problem. Let's have that conversation. Let's have the, there's so let's have that conversation about how our elders held in so many secrets and how these following generations are having to piece back things like their own fatherhoods, you know, like who's our actual dads and things like that, or, who's related to who and and that has everything to do with our health concerns and mental health and mental well-being and things like that 
let's have that conversation. Why are we so stuck on the appearance of black women? I noticed on her page, she didn't have anything about black men. And I've seen some pretty questionable appearances of black men, but oh God, just the black women and just the black women traveling places. It's never they're at home. It's never they're running a quick errand. It's them going somewhere. <sighs> this is cyberbullying. This is cyberbullying. That woman was minding her own business going to wherever she was going to. And yeah, you may not like what she has on. You may not like that she has it on. But also, who cares what you like? That woman is living her life. She don't care nothing about you. She don't care a thing about you. And I think people need to wrap that up in their own minds that you can have opinions and you can also keep them. You can have opinions and you can have thoughts and nobody cares. You are entitled to have your own opinion. You are not entitled to share it. Mm -mm. And you are not entitled to people respecting your opinion. Nobody cares about your opinion. Like I said, that woman was minding her own. And here y'all are being bullies on the internet. For what? To make what point? Exactly. Do better. Do better. To wrap up the show, I would like to congratulate one Shikari Richardson. Um, Shikari, that girl, Richardson, uh, for completing the 100 meter dash in like like a blink of an eye like if you blink she's gone that's how fast she is um there's been a lot of talk about her as well like the fact that she wore glam to race with her you know eyelashes and a big bright wig and doing her thing and she had some words she said it doesn't matter what I look like it doesn't matter my race it doesn't matter none of that stuff that y'all have to say about me matters because guess what I'm still that girl and I'm still going to do what I do on, and that's what matters. Um, so Shakari Richardson is going to the Olympics with her fast self. Um, Allison Felix, who interestingly enough, she was pregnant and Nike dropped her. She got back into form after her C-section, which as a person who has had a C-section, my God, like the, the miraculous, the sheer miraculousness of it all. And she's headed back to um, the Olympics. So shout out to her. Shout out to Raven the Hulk Sanders for the shot put. Um, now, the only time I've ever seen the shot put is watching um, Matilda. Y'all remember the trunch bowl? The trunch bowl. She was she was a shot putter person. And that's the only time I've ever seen it. So to watch this black woman heave this ball all the way as far as she did beating her own personal best and like just killing it and making it to the Olympics. Absolutely. hundred percent. Simone Biles decided, you know what? I feel like going to the Olympics. So <laughs> she is now there. Basically the Olympics is about to be really black. You're about to see a whole lot of melanin in these, uh, red, white, and blue uniforms. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Absolutely. Um, let the world know that the greatness the greatness of us okay absolutely no one can deny us so i'm shouting out all of us uh this week's black owned business i want to show love to black and green 
This is an online shop where it's majority women makers, but all black makers of body care and hair care, wellness, home goods, not home goods necessarily, but home cleaning supplies and things like that. Um, but I love black and green. I just placed an order for black and green and I got some stuff from Honey Pot. I got some more black girl um, sunscreen and I even got some sunscreen for Emmy. Um, really, really excited to try it out. Um, you guys should head on over to black and green. Remember, this is not an advertisement. This is just me showing love to black owned businesses that I personally love that I personally have dealt with and that you should check out too. Why not? And that's it for this week's show. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your subscribes. Don't forget to leave a review. Shout out to everybody who has left a review. I appreciate y'all so, 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 so much. Um, if you are interested in supporting this show, you too can support, uh, keep the show independent by heading to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Whitney Elise and choose your level of support. I appreciate all levels of support. Thank you guys so much for that. Um, and that's it. That's it for this week's show. I love you guys. I love us for real. <laughs> I thank you guys so much for the community. I thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. Please continue to be well, be safe, and as always, peace, y'all. Thank you.